Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about antiphospholipid syndrome and you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash antiphospholipid syndrome or in the rheumatology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Antiphospholipid syndrome is an autoimmune disorder caused by antiphospholipid antibodies. These antibodies target the proteins that bind to phospholipids on the cell surface, causing inflammation and increasing the risk of thrombosis or blood clots. Antiphospholipid syndrome can occur in isolation or it may be associated with another autoimmune condition particularly systemic lupus erythematosus. Let's talk about the antibodies. The specific antiphospholipid antibodies are lupus anticoagulant, anticardiolipin antibodies and anti-beta-2 glycoprotein-1 antibodies. Usually when you're requesting antibodies from the lab, you can simply tick a box that says antiphospholipid antibodies. Let's talk about the complications. The key complications of antiphospholipid syndrome are venous thromboembolism, for example deep vein thrombosis and pulmonary embolism, arterial thrombosis, for example stroke, myocardial infarction and renal thrombosis, and pregnancy-related complications, for example, recurrent miscarriage, stillbirth, and preeclampsia. Catastrophic antiphospholipid syndrome is a rare complication with rapid thrombosis in multiple organs within a few days, and this has a high mortality rate. A Tom tip for you, in your exams look out for the patient with thrombosis, for example deep vein thrombosis or stroke, and a history of recurrent miscarriage. The diagnosis in this case is likely to be antiphospholipid syndrome. Next let's talk about the associations. Levido reticularis is a purple lace-like, which is what reticular refers to, rash that gives a mottled appearance to the skin. A more permanent version of this rash, called levido racemosa, is associated with antiphospholipid syndrome. Liebermann-Sachs endocarditis is a non-bacterial endocarditis which has growths or vegetations on the heart valves, most often the mitral and the aortic valves. Liebmann-Sachs endocarditis is associated with systemic lupus erythematosus and antiphospholipid syndrome. Thrombocytopenia, or a low platelet count, is a common finding in antiphospholipid syndrome. Finally, let's talk about management. The diagnosis is based on clinical features and the presence of antiphospholipid antibodies. Long-term warfarin with a target INR of 2 to 3 is used to prevent thrombosis. Low molecular weight heparin, for example anoxaparin, and aspirin are used in pregnancy to reduce the risks. Warfarin is contraindicated in pregnancy. A tom tip for you, in many situations, DOAX have replaced warfarin as the anticoagulant of choice. The situations where this is not the case and DOACs are not used 
are metallic heart valves and antiphospholipid syndrome. So thanks for listening to this episode on antiphospholipid syndrome. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about Sjogren's syndrome.